the Memphis Grizzlies are once again the center of the basketball world. It's funny how John Morant's return can have that kind of impact. We'll talk the stories and the reactions from players and media alike to John Morant's epic return to the NBA. We will also discuss an encouraging injury update for Marcus Smart. And of course, Halliburton versus Jaw happens tonight. They're in Memphis. All that and more on this edition of Locked On Grizzlies. Lock in with me. You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is a terrific Thursday edition of Lockdown Grizzlies. I am your host for this episode, Joe Molinax. Yes, that is correct. Still your host for this episode, DeMichael Cole and I got together. We decided, you know, he's been a pretty busy dude. I'm going to be out for a few days next week due to a, a holiday trip that I'm taking with my family. So I'm going to close out this week and DeMichael will have you uh, for a few days next week. And it'll all come out of the wash here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But don't you fret. Don't you worry. Aside from Christmas Day itself, which if you're listening to a podcast on Christmas Day, you know, I, I know some folks don't celebrate Christmas. That's a little bit different. But DeMichael and I are taking off Christmas Day. Spoiler alert. All right. So there will not be a new episode of Lockdown Grizzlies on Monday. But other than that, it'll either be DeMichael or myself over the next few days. And then next week, we'll find some time, some ways for us to get back together. The dynamic duo can once again ride. Wherever you get your podcasts, we are free and available, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, literally anywhere you get a podcast, you can get Locked On Grizzlies as proud members of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. Make sure that you are becoming an everydayer, right? Like if you're not an everydayer by now, what are you waiting for? This is your first time here. Hi, hello, I'm Joe Molinax. I've been covering the Memphis Grizzlies for over a decade now, various places like SB Nation and, and Bluff City Media and uh, over at Fan Sided. It's good to have you here. Glad you're here. Hopefully, you stick around. And if you are an everydayer, I appreciate it. I know DeMichael does too, as we continue to build and grow and develop the program that is Locked On Grizzlies. John Morant made the rounds, man. He did it without having to say a word to anybody because his actions did the talking. Highlights were all over ESPN. He went viral on numerous occasions on social media in the wake of the game. He was the topic of conversation of all the talking heads, regardless of the sports network and program. The Memphis Grizzlies are back in the public consciousness. It's funny how that works, right? I, I mentioned that earlier. It's so weird. Don't you think that's weird? Let's talk about that real quick. You know, about four days of Christmas here. And let's just ponder life for a second. You're telling me that if a, an elite athlete returns to their team and does something special, that the team will, A, seem to be on a uh, on the precipice of a run back into postseason contention, and B, be back in the consciousness of those who probably haven't watched the Memphis Grizzlies game until the national season debut for Memphis on Tuesday night? No! That's wild! I never would have expected such a thing, right? Uh, there's lots of good articles out there. I will stress that you should be uh, local first and foremost, even if you're not local. You know, DeMichael Cole, of course, my co-host, 
Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. If you're not subscribed to the CA, checking out his work, each and every piece he drops, you're missing out on a pretty awesome opportunity. And he's covered John Morant's return backwards and forwards. He He's phenomenal. To Michael Cole, I'm lucky to call him my partner and my friend. Um, his work should be where you start. But again, there's so many interesting pieces out there and interesting newsletters and sub stacks and all these different thoughts about what this return means. And those thoughts matter, right? Like I really enjoyed the athletic piece that included an interview with T. Morant. Gave me a twinge of concern. I'm not going to lie to you when it talked about how, you know, he didn't break, commit any crime. He didn't do anything wrong per se in, in the eyes of the law. To paraphrase, in fairness to T, uh, hopefully you just kind of accept that you you need to change your behavior and you move along. And in fairness to T Morant, so far so good. It's early, but so far so good. And hopefully Ja, his son, uh, understands why that behavior needs to change. But you know, I thought the piece in the athletic was good. Again, everything DeMichael is doing is phenomenal because he rocks and. What was most encouraging for me, what I truly enjoyed reading the most, was a lot of the the takeaways from NBA players, right? Tweets, Draymond Green, who maybe isn't the best person to bring up, uh, serving his own suspension, his own indefinite suspension currently. Um, you know, but LeBron James tweeted both before and after the game about John Morant coming back. Tyus Jones, former Memphis Grizzly, old friend of the Grizzlies. Uh, tweeting about Ja being back, New, uh, Jordan Clarkson of the Jazz, literally across the NBA spectrum from superstars and the greatest of all time, potentially in LeBron to role players, people excited that Ja Morant is back in the game of basketball. And I can speak from my experience as I was going about my life in Virginia the, the day after, right on Wednesday, it was phenomenal. All of a sudden, the Ja Morant jerseys came back out. Right. And again, living in Virginia, I think it's safe to say I'm probably Virginia's best Memphis Grizzlies uh, analyst. But it's so interesting to, you know, a couple of kids were rocking jaw, Josh sneakers. Right. A couple were wearing the, the John Morant number 12 uniform. Uh, folks are aware that John Morant is back. It was on the scroll of Good Morning America on ABC and other major news outlets. The guy is box office. The guy is ratings. He is next in line behind LeBron James, Steph Curry, those guys, to be the next great American basketball star. And that's why that suspension was so significant. And in my mind, that's one of the reasons it's the, the, the suspension was most fair. Not because Adam Silver got his feelings hurt, because Ja told him one thing and then did another, which is why Silver did it, in my opinion. But if you want to argue that the suspension makes sense because of what is at stake with Ja legitimately being a player who could be that next great star, no disrespect to Devin Booker and Jason Tatum. These are phenomenal basketball players. Anthony Edwards is having an amazing season for the very good Minnesota Timberwolves. But you watch Ja play and it's different. He's the most fun guy to watch in the league. The way that he plays, the athleticism he displays, the adjustments to his body, how he handles the basketball and is able to create for himself and for others. It feels like anything can happen on any given possession. 
and he has a swagger and charisma to match. He's Allen Iverson. He's Kobe Bryant. He's a love child between those two. He can do almost anything on a basketball court. So the actions that he takes off of it are worthy of making sure they stay on the up and up because there's so much potential for jaw that simply isn't there with other United States players right now. Obviously, Nikola Jokic exists. Giannis Antetokounmpo exists. Luka Doncic exists. Numerous international-born players are superstars. We're talking about the best American-born player, the biggest American-born star. LeBron, Kobe, MJ. Ja could be in that mix. He has to be able to play basketball in order to be in that mix, though. And that is the exciting piece of this. He combines so much of the Iverson swagger with the skill set and tenacity of a Kobe or a Jordan. He's not at that level yet, but he is doing things that those guys have done before, both culturally for the game of basketball and in terms of actually playing the game. The numbers back it up, especially in the postseason. So, again, it, it was just good to see positive Memphis Grizzlies news. John Morant being on the highlight reel for reasons that aren't stuff going on in a different kind of court or on a different kind of court. DeMichael is where you should start in terms of all those kinds of pieces, but it's worth checking out. Really go and dig and, and find any way that you can relive Tuesday night that you can, because as crappy as the last eight months have been at times, Tuesday night was that sweet. I enjoyed it. I'm sure you did too. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next time that we get to have such an experience of watching John Moran play basketball. Oh, oh, he gets to play tonight. Hooray. We'll talk more about that later on the show as well. All right. But before we get to that, this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to us by the good folks over at the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful company that is eBay Motors. I love eBay Motors, and I love how they've partnered with our good friend over at Fantasy Basketball, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, Josh Lloyd. They are bringing us some of the best fantasy picks each and every week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we are going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's check out who Josh has pulled out for us today as part of this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. I loved this guy in the pre-draft process, AirPods, Brandon Podziemski. He got drafted by the Warriors. He's not a member of the Memphis Grizzlies. I wish he was because he brings so much that Memphis could, you know, happily have in terms of guard play and creation off the dribble. Pods has looked comfortable as a starter for the Golden State Warriors. He's pretty available in most fantasy leagues. He contributes literally statistically across the board. Josh thinks you should go and give him a look and a pickup potentially off the waiver wire. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about playing each pay player as a perfect fit. It's the same thing with your vehicle. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your whip stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your car needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your car the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your car alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
When we come back here on Locked On Grizzlies, we will continue our conversation checking out good injury news for the Memphis Grizzlies. Exciting times. Stick with us. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am Joe Molinax, once again flying solo. Flying solo the rest of the week, right? DeMichael's had a pretty busy week, lots of travel. He's checking out Grizzlies Pacers tonight there in FedEx Forum on Jaw Watch. So shout out to DeMichael again. Check out everything he does over at the Commercial Appeal as the Memphis Grizzlies beat writer. I miss him as my co-host here. We'll be back together next week at some point uh, in between Christmas and New Year's. But for now, you got me to close out the week with you here. Unlocked on Grizzlies. And we've been talking the positivity of Ja Morant's return. Nice to see positive news clippings about Ja. And we'll get back to Morant because there's a big showdown. I don't know if you know this or not, but Tyrese Halliburton has, in the eyes of some, surpassed Ja Morant as one of the NBA's best players. Maybe he's that next great American-born star, right? Eh, maybe not. But the fact remains, Ja versus Halliburton is going to be must-see TV, and we'll get to that later on in the show, but the Memphis Grizzlies provided some positive injury news on Wednesday. Marcus Smart upgraded to doubtful for Thursday night's performance against the Indiana Pacers. And it's important to understand, we've talked about this on the show before, when the Grizzlies list somebody as doubtful, they usually are not going to play. They are truly doubtful. But that doubtful connotation coming off of being out for so long for Smart, 13, 14, 15 games at this point, that probably means he's going to be listed as questionable for Saturday's game in Atlanta against the Hawks. And that questionable actually is more like a probable as long as things don't go backwards or don't go out of plan or out of sorts. Marcus Smart should be back by this weekend's game against the Hawks. We'll talk more on Friday's show about how that is going to work how I personally envision Jaw and Smart intermingling and intertwining. But I wanted to bring it up on this episode as a reminder that we still have no idea what this Grizzlies team is. And that was one of the things that was most interesting about the pieces that I read and the video clips I watched. You know, there were folks that I respect that have been pretty concerned about the Grizzlies. And they wrote or they tweeted or posted, whatever it's called, they, you know, in a sound bite, on a YouTube short, they would say something along the lines of, are the Grizzlies back? Are they content? It's been one game. And I will say to them what I say to some of you. When you say that the Grizzlies are bad and they need to do something about it, or they need to start thinking about next season, start looking up lottery pick projections from college basketball. We don't know what the heck this team is yet. This could be one of the best teams in the NBA. And before you roll your eyes and say that I'm a big homer, they have literally been one of the best teams in the NBA the last two seasons. The larger sample size suggests that's who the Memphis Grizzlies are, not this team that has lost so much to start this season. Injuries context matter. John Moran's suspension mattered. All of those things helped contribute to what we've seen these last 26 games. Obviously, that isn't going to stop NBA basketball teams from trying to beat the Memphis Grizzlies who have been weakened in their state until Ja came back. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't have done that. But the fact remains that you don't know who these Grizzlies are. I don't know who these Grizzlies are. We barely have an idea of who Marcus Smart is because he's missed basically half the season to this point. Smart could be 
the missing link to helping this Grizzlies team win as close to full strength as they're going to be. Because Brandon Clark, that, that was another positive injury update uh, in terms of his own milestone, dunking the basketball, talking to Mark Spears, I believe it was, of ESPN, about how he is trying to aim for an all-star game return, which would be huge, right? Around the all-star break, I should say. Clark wants to get back on the floor. And if Clark is healthy and cleared, that would be a massive addition to this Grizzlies team, a team that needs front court depth in the worst way. I'm still doubtful of that. And I'll save that conversation for DeMichael because he disagrees with me. And disagreement always makes things a little more fun here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But we have no idea what this team is. And we'll never know this year in terms of Steven Adams being out there. Sounds like we may know in terms of Brandon Clark. But we're about to find out a heck of a lot sooner when it comes to Marcus Smart. And regardless of what happens tonight, we're going to talk about it here in a little bit. Jaw versus Halliburton. Grizzlies versus Pacers, home game, Jaws home return, the energy, the excitement in the building. It's going to be wonderful to see. But even after that game, even if Memphis wins, we still don't know what they are because their mark is smart. Their main contribution to the offseason, their main acquisition this past offseason. The guy that, for the first time in the Taylor Jenkins, Zach Kleiman, John Morant era, they actually went out and gave up first-round picks to acquire. That guy has yet to play with the guy. He has yet to play in his ideal role. Again, we'll talk more about this tomorrow. But Marcus Smart, as a secondary or tertiary creator of offense, is a heck of a lot better than as an initiary or an initial primary creator of offense as a point guard. Marcus Smart is like a better D'Anthony Melton. Okay? A souped-up D-Melt. D-Melt's not a point guard. He's an undersized wing and guard. Right? Undersized wing and a off-ball guard. Marcus Smart is the exact same way. And we haven't seen that with John Morant yet. We haven't seen Smart having the chance to shoot the, the three wide open off of a jaw dribble penetration. We haven't seen what Smart will do with the basketball as opposed to what Dylan Brooks did with the basketball when he was out there taking and chucking shots the last several years. My argument for Marcus Smart being so valuable eventually once jaw was back was he was going to make better decisions than Dylan Brooks did when Dylan was in Memphis as a scorer, as a shooter, not going to chuck. I. I'm excited for Marcus Smart. Not quite as excited as I was for Ja, obviously. But Smart is the guy that if he comes back and they figure out that fit sooner rather than later, could the Memphis Grizzlies go on a seven-game winning streak? Absolutely. Even with the tough schedule that's coming up. Because you know what I used to say when people would point out how tough the schedule was over these last couple of years? You've heard me say it here on Lockdown Grizzlies, but it's been a while. Yeah, the Los Angeles Clippers are a tough basketball team. You know who else can be a tough basketball team? The Memphis Grizzlies, they can also be a tough basketball team. And I think Marcus Smart helps them get there a heck of a lot faster. His upgrade from out to doubtful probably doesn't mean he plays on Thursday night, but it almost certainly guarantees as long as he stays on track with his rehab and all those things, he'll play on Saturday. We'll get our first glimpse of Jaw and Smart together. Something to be optimistic about, to say the least. 
Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, like me. I'm told I was on this network a couple of times yesterday. Plus, our national shows covering each and every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Go do it. Why haven't you done it yet? This episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is also brought to you the wonderful by, by the wonderful folks over at BetterHelp. BetterHelp is something that it's important to understand. This time of year, people get together for the holiday season. They exchange gifts, vacations, all sorts of experience. Do you focus on what you're getting or what you're giving? Do you focus on the time to get to where you want to go or the time that you spend with those that you care about? The holidays are a great time to look at what you define as your own self-worth and what a gift is to you. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during tough moments, or treating yourself to a day of complete and total rest, remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. If in any way, shape, or form you think you can take advantage of therapy, if you're thinking of giving it a start, you should give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient. You fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you switch therapists anytime or you can at any time with no additional charge. In this season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go check them out this holiday season. When we come back here on Lockdown Grizzlies, we're going to close out the show. Ja versus Tyrese Halliburton. It's happening tonight. Morant's return to FedEx Forum for the first time in a long time. Stick with us here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am Joe Molinax, closing out this Thursday edition of the show. We've been talking Ja Morant. We've been talking of the national attention. The players of the NBA excited that he's back. We discussed Marcus Smart returning soon. That injury upgrade is good to see. Probably not playing in tonight's game, but likely playing this weekend against the Atlanta Hawks as long as things stay on track. We'll talk more about Smart's fit, rotation pieces, all that sort of stuff on our Friday edition of the show. I want to focus on previewing the Indiana Pacers, and, and there's two major pieces to this conversation you and I are about to have. First off, it's just the fact that John Morant's playing in Memphis again, right? And they were on national TV on Tuesday, and that was awesome to hear Shaq, to hear Charles Barkley, to see the inside the NBA TNT crew and all the attention that that game got, in part because it was on national television. The shared experience that the NBA and basketball world got of seeing John Morant back doing what he is more than capable of doing on an almost nightly basis. That was cool. On the local level, though, it's not going to be anywhere near as cool as Brevin Knight and Pete Pranica and all the folks that are part of the Grizzlies local broadcast, Rob Fisher on the sideline, hanging out, watching and giving that perspective from the Memphis broadcast, seeing FedEx Forum light up and cheer for John Morant. One of the misconceptions from the national media regarding John was would Memphis turn on him? Like there was an, ax an article from Baxter Holmes and Tim McMahon of ESPN that, you know, quoted several business owners. I think the Michael and I talked about it on an episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. 
And there were reasons to be concerned from that article. I remember being concerned after reading that. Because if you lose Memphis, who else is going to support you? But I do think that was overblown. You are going to see an overwhelming wave of support and adulation for John Morant tonight. And it's going to be a lot of cool videos and hype and music. All the things that Anthony Edwards and others have talked about, the vibe of the forum being off, the Grizzlies fans not being into it, the energy not being there. We're talking about the grindhouse, right? We're talking about a place that has been one of the toughest places to win a basketball game in the NBA over the last couple of seasons. That obviously has not been the case this season. The Grizzlies are 1-11, the worst home record in the NBA. Among the worst, if not the worst. I'm pretty sure it's the worst. So when you look at what Memphis has had to deal with on their home floor, the positive vibes that John Morant's returns their return brings, even if he hadn't had the game that he did on Tuesday, that certainly helps. But just having John back on the floor, being an, a contributor to the team again, he's been invested in, not just in terms of the organization financially, but in terms of the community emotionally. People care a heck of a lot about John Morant. They want to see him succeed. And to have him back out there, that's a major storyline. And how that energy permeates throughout the roster once again, especially at home, how it permeates through the, the fans in attendance is going to be fascinating to watch play out. In terms of on-the-court product, outside of the Halliburton versus Jaw thing that everybody wants to see, I am curious how the, the stoppable force meets the movable object. What do I mean by that? I mean that the Pacers are the worst defense in the entire NBA. Like They're atrocious defensively. I don't know if you know that or not. But in terms of points per possession given up defensively, they are at 123.7. That is 30th out of 30 teams in the National Basketball Association. 30th out of 30 teams, according to Cleaning the Glass. Doesn't take an analyst to see that that's really bad, right? Compare that to the Memphis Grizzlies. The Memphis Grizzlies offense, again, John Morant just came back, but the Grizzlies currently 26 into the games, 26 games into the season are 29th in offense. So the two teams are playing against one another on Thursday that are playing against each other. Both have comparable or interchangeable weaknesses. Okay. The Grizzlies offense is putrid. The Grizzlies Defense is stout and strong, has been even without Joe. The Pacers' offense is second in the NBA per cleaning the glass and points scored. Tyrese Halliburton, a major reason why. But their defense is atrocious. So others might focus on the matchup of a top 10 defense against a top five offense. And that's cool. But to me, what is going to help the Memphis Grizzlies win this game is the fact that that 29th offensive rating probably isn't truly the 29th offense anymore because John Morant is back. And the Grizzlies, how well they close that gap in this game is going to determine whether or not they win. Because the Pacers are going to score. For all the jokes we make about Tyrese Halliburton and my personal opinion that he's not better than John Morant, he's re still really freaking good. He's an all-star. He is having an MVP caliber start to the season. He can go off. And if the Grizzlies, it'd be a great game to have Marcus Smart. But since they don't, Vince Williams is probably going to draw that assignment, defending Tyrese Halliburton. Can Ja continue his defensive efforts and energy? Can Desmond Bain 
get his footing and be an above average defender on the perimeter and try to make life difficult for the likes of Buddy Heald and others that shoot the three and convert at such a high clip off of Tyrese Halliburton passes. And can you get Tyrese Halliburton uncomfortable enough to turn over the basketball? Because as good as Tyus Jones was at assist to turnover ratio, Tyrese Halliburton, especially when you take his usage into account, is a completely different level. So the Indiana offense versus the Memphis defense, yeah, that's going to be a cool matchup to watch because it's, you know, elite to above average basketball being played. But the Grizzlies no longer truly being the 29th best offense because Morant is back. How much can they take advantage of a Pacers defense that is basically what it is? A lot of players this season have had career best numbers, season best scoring numbers against the Indiana Pacers. John Morant could be in line for a pretty special evening, and that could mean a special evening for Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. too. Those guys scored 77 points against the New Orleans Pelicans. That was a really good NBA defense. The Pacers, not a really good NBA defense. So can the big three take advantage of that and score points in bunches to get a big home win against the Indiana Pacers? I think so. So again, Grizzlies defense, Indiana offense, that's going to be a fun X's and O's chess match. That matters. But just how much better the Grizzlies offense is with John Morant compared to a Pacers defense that isn't going to grow? That's where the key to this game lies. Can Memphis increase that scoring output to the point where they can offset what Halliburton is going to do. Maybe they slow down Halliburton. They're not going to stop him. Can you limit what those around him do? And can you find ways to outscore on the other end now that your best offensive weapon has returned? That's what I'm most interested in. Aside from just the general vibes of job back in FedEx forum for a Grizzlies game at home in Memphis. That's what I'm looking for tonight. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies. It is much appreciated. Wherever you get your podcast, make sure you're liking, commenting, rating, reviewing, subscribing. Also, check us out on YouTube. It was a very successful day for us over on YouTube the last couple of days. That is appreciated. Make sure you're going over to Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Again, that's Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The next time we are together, it'll be a Friday edition of the show. It'll be our last episode until after Christmas, because like I said, the Michael and I both will be taking off Christmas Day. I hope you understand. I'm guessing you do. Uh, we'll talk Grizzlies Pacers, how the game goes, obviously. We'll take a closer look at how Marcus Smart can be used by these Grizzlies. And maybe some holiday wishes. Haven't done any holiday bits just yet. I might have a trick or two up my sleeve as we head into the holiday known as Christmas this coming weekend. And, uh, of course, Monday being Christmas Day. So lots of fun things to talk about on our Friday edition of the show. Make sure you're back with me. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts as well as on YouTube. Thank you for being with me today. I'm Joe Molinax. Catch you next time.